0: Outkick 360 across the Outkick Network. Tennessee Power Hour is here. Just like that. An hour into the show. And you can follow the show wherever you download your podcasts. And, of course, on YouTube. Search out Outkick 360. And if you're watching on Twitter, we hope you'll retweet. If you're tuning in on Facebook, please share the post. We appreciate all the support across the OTT network.
1: One thing I wanted to say right off the bat about Titans who are done with minicamp practices, they're doing something inside today, or maybe they're going bowling or something yeah. like they often do at the end. Uh, you and I were both critical of no one-on-ones. There are no passing one-on-ones. There haven't been in off-season, So uh, we were giving them a hard time over not doing something that they're not allowed to do. So, so that's, that's been negotiated that's for a bad. while? That's not part of off seasons, oh. uh, so we we were so jumping dude, forward to. Uh, I I don't think it's been part even before, but definitely in this CBA, it's not been a part of thing. So we, you and I, are jumping forward to what we like to see. So they don't in do anything July. until they put pads
0: on, literally.
1: Pretty much, uh, and uh, you know, I I knew there weren't uh, offensive line, defensive line, so I should have made the jump in, in my thinking. Now, but here's another thing that like. Still in the vein of what we were talking about. They did a lot of stuff where it's 11 on 11 and a quarterback's dropping back, but not throwing the ball. He's reading, and the defense is reading what's going on, but they're not even at walkthrough speed. There's no throw, you know, which to me, you know, I, I, it, they're not obligated to entertain me with what they do, but I don't understand. Like, if you're reading it out, why not at least throw it to what the read
2: winds up being? It sounds like something to be done in a hotel ballroom in a walkthrough the morning of a game. Like yeah. like guys would be in street clothes walking through that a set and lining up. What's
0: confusing about this um, to, to me is you can read reports from across the league. Miami's a good example, the most recent one, where two is throwing five picks in a practice. Yeah. right? And There's some detail to it, and you're like, Oh, so, and, and, and Flores is telling him, let it rip in some tightly contested uh, pass attempts because we want to see what you can fit in. It was raining. They're practicing right. in the rain, uh, which Miami's going to be playing in the rain in September. That's generally what happens in South Florida. My point, Paul, here they're not doing much. In Miami, it, the quotes make it seem like, like they're, they're getting after it. More. And well, I, I'm confused on what's allowed and what's I not. I think
1: the Titans did less than the Dolphins for sure um, the Titans' periods of substance were fewer and further between, you know. And maybe some of the – I didn't read in detail about Miami. I mean, the Titans had some decent seven-on-seven red zone stuff, say, that Vrabel maybe got hot about the defense on some of it. So it clearly meant something to him in terms of what they were and weren't doing defensively. are in Swain, I wrote, you know, had nice touchdown passes, catches over the middle against evans and and hooker that looked like something hollister had a drop and there was another play at the pylon where vrabel seemed to be suggesting like hey we're getting beat at the same thing a lot let's 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 change take that away and make yeah. them beat us with something different things like that that are are functionally purposeful but not big picture it,
0: it and and be- on
1: one thing like i got an indication say uh, because there were reports of Kaiser being good a couple times throughout the off offseason. Uh, one or two times, somebody else said that I didn't notice that Kaiser was better than Woodside. And so I was kind of trying to get a sense, has Kaiser closed the gap on Woodside? And I got Who they love. generally the same answer I get on a lot of things. We'll see in camp.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Right. So basically saying yeah. anything that's happened here isn't anything that means anything in terms of something of that scope. So a guy closing on somebody for a position battle, that's not happening here.
0: I, see, th- that's why, I, and I've said all week, the, the mini camp headlines confuse the hell out of me because I don't know what's real and what's not. You know, it, it, to us throwing five picks in a practice, and post game, he's telling reporters, and so does Brian Flores. We're going and and maybe it. it's masking it. Uh, today's goal was to try to fit throws into a tight window that we normally wouldn't pull the trigger on. We're
1: taking risks in so, the
0: ring. In the ring. So a le- let's see what happens. That way, you learn what you can and can't do offensively based on the playbook. That—that's that's what they said. Sounds fine. But at the same time, <laughs> we can't even say that, that that a third-string quarterback has closed the gap on a second-string quarterback in practice where they're throwing against air. Like I. I don't know how to compare want, players and teams this time yeah. of year. I'll, I'll make you even situation. more confused right now. Okay, So, Tua and the
2: Dolphins, it's fine for them in front of reporters to try to fit balls into tight windows in a monsoon yeah. and for them to throw five interceptions. And then in Baltimore, yeah. they decide you can't even it's watch unbelievable. Lamar film. Jackson throw passes. So you can, you can describe watch.
1: his passes, but you can't, you can't, film, can't them. film them. You can't film now, them. I don't know what was filmable in Miami, You know, I think it's pretty typical that you could film early stuff and not all the stuff. Mm -hmm. But that you can't film at all. Jameson Hensley of ESPN.com told people, you are not allowed to film Lamar Jackson throwing to receivers. I think maybe he was specifically saying receivers. Like, you could film him throwing to the running backs. You can't film (laughs) Lamar Jackson throwing to receivers. They're that scared of criticism of a guy who's won an MVP That's how I take it. That's what I take, too. You want to talk about soft.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, I,
1: I would criticize If I'm Jameson, who I'm friends with, I'll text him. I would hammer him every day. I would mention it every day. Lamar Jackson, comma, who were not allowed to film, throwing to, to receivers, comma, <laughs> every, day. every time
2: I mention him, well, I would do they, that. Do they not understand that the games are on film? No. I mean, it's it, we're going to see him throw. We threw CBS it's, out today. We're, we're no going to see game. him throw in NFL games. I don't even, I can't comprehend how that would be so embarrassing in a practice if he had a couple of bad throws that you can't film it and show it, and it would embarrass the organization when that's your starting quarterback that's going to be throwing the same passes in NFL games. It makes no sense. It goes back, there's Two things that we hate on this show, that this is a perfect example of both. One, NFL coaches acting like what they're doing is really cutting edge and not everyone else is doing in it. May and, and they have June. to protect everything yeah. right. in May and June. And two, quarterbacks being babied, being coddled, yeah, no it. competition, can't possibly criticize them, can't possibly call them out, can't possibly film them making an occasional bad pass in practice. It's a quarterback being caught. Nice. Well,
1: but no running backs
2: running. But that's off the table. Yeah, yeah. No be, corners backpedaling. To be fair, that's, that's, none of
0: that on video.
1: Boy, you got to get right used to this list. It's a very the kicker's kicking.
0: <laughs> oh, so speaking of kicker, we need to talk about Tyler, uh, McCann, Tucker McCann, uh, with some of the misses. He missed a 33-yarder yeah. apparently he yesterday. He was bad. He was bad. But going to Lamar Jackson. To, to be fair to the conversation and just comparing to Tua and the way that's been covered with the five picks. I'm with Paul. I don't know if he was, they were allowed to film those interceptions or not. But it, this time of year is the time to make mistakes if you're going to make them, right? And, and there is some – the truth is somewhere in the middle in both. There's some excuse-making going on in Miami for a terrible practice on a three-day practice week where a guy shows up throws five picks and against air or you know, gets seven-on-seven. Seven. Uh, and they say, well, the, the weather conditions and the fact that we were throwing into contested windows are, are the reason for that. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have Lamar Jackson where we don't know if he's throwing well or not because reporters there aren't allowed to say anything or, no, show, they can say. They or show anything. So,
1: so this came out of Jameson Hensley describing a pass, and somebody said, video coming? And he said, no, we're not allowed to film Lamar Jackson throwing oh. to receivers anymore.
0: But So where is Tannehill? Tannehill looks like Tannehill. Right? Tannehill
1: looks like Tannehill. And look, Tannehill, uh, just circling on this whole thing that Chad said, Tannehill... Kind of like McNair, totally different era, totally different guys. But when you have quarterbacks who aren't criticized universally almost by head coaches, then the way a quarterback has to be is self-critical. Self-critical. I shouldn't have thrown that pass. That was a dumb decision. Yeah, I wish I had that Mm -hmm. one back. And Tannehill does a share. Tannehill's played mostly very well. But when Tannehill throws a bad pass and he's asked about it, he's pretty forthcoming. Yeah, made a bad throw there, made a bad decision there, wish I had that one back. Those kind of things. Very simple, canned statements, but fair self-assessment, right? Because he knows nobody else is going to be on him for that. And if you don't say it yourself, then you skate. And people hate that about quarterbacks that skate, this, this free pass on anything bad.
0: Where is, so there, there is no real competition right now with Kaiser and Woodside for well, the backup
1: Well, I, I, I think there could be a competition in camp, but there's nothing going on there.
0: But is it, would you categorize it as... I don't expect it. Okay, so it's kind I of like the, pre, the, the the battle at right guard a couple of years ago for the Titans, where we expected a battle, but there really wasn't anything there. Well... You still think Woodside is there? I think Woodside. Is yeah, I mean, they
1: got so much invested in Woodside, he'd have to do something to lose it in addition to Kaiser doing something to win it. One of those battles.
0: Tell um J- Does Janoris Jenkins turn as many heads as what it, it's Janoris made him believe? Janoris
1: Jenkins is a high-energy guy. So, not yesterday, but the day before. Uh, went up Cam Batson's back to break up one play. They both ended up on the ground, which is not good. You know, he it, it, they don't want that. Mm-hmm. Another play, you know, put a shoulder, not a heavy shoulder. These are non-contact practices into one of the low-ranking running backs to make sure he didn't catch a ball. Contagious energy out of that. I think he is uh, an energy factor amongst the group. Now, we don't see a lot of the young guys out there. Molden's been out there. Um, but Fulton in and out, no Farley, um, and those guys are quiet. Jack Rabbit hasn't been quiet in, the, in those two days in the way he plays, and I think that's exactly what they need, right? So I, I give a thumbs up to the small window of what I've seen from your North Jenkins.
0: Uh, the recovery window for Taylor Lewan and Bud Dupree discussed quite a bit this week, and most recently yesterday with Taylor Lewan's comments saying that the ACL is doing great, his knee is well. he is running, he's doing change of direction drills, and he's really worked on core strength. Does he expect to be able to go by training camp?:
1: It't really put didn't really put a timetable you know, uh, really t- time on it. It certainly sounds like and I asked if he had a second surgery, uh, and he said no before he called it a, a trash question. Look, Taylor, I, I, I told you in the you tw- in him. the Twitter exchange and everything. There's no injury information that comes out from anywhere. So right. if I've got a chance to pin something down as an absolute, I'm going to take a chance to pin something down as absolute. You're on the record, no second surgery. That, to me, means no setback. So we pinned down the timetable that's, better.
0: That's how I take that. That's called reporting. That's how I take that. And Bud Dupree working out inside? Yes. So he's in the bubble doing things. Bubble
1: slash weight room. You know, Bubbles serving multiple, multiple functions. Now, coaches' offices outside of Robinson and Vrabel Robinson, not a coach, they have offices in the annex across the street. Yes. But the coaches right now are in kind of, maybe this is part of my dream, they're in a setting where they're kind of canvassed off from each other and can talk to each other over the little privacy barrier that they they have.
2: Paul, I thought your question about the second surgery was a good one yes. uh, to get on the record uh, with Taylor Lawan. Um But you had some issues with some other questions about A.J. Bra- Brown influencing John Robinson. Well,
1: I just don't know why we're hammering at this. I don't know if uh, if ultimately the story is going to be written. Uh, let me make it clear. A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, Taylor Lewan, all of these guys did not influence the Julio Jones trait. John Robinson's a big boy, paid big dollars. This is a massive move. He's not seeking player approval to make a massive move. Also, these guys are smart. They wanted an excellent player on their team. Of course they did. It was cute. Also, you know what it is? It's all over. It's like 10 days old now. I understand we're just talking to A.J. Brown. Who poo-pooed it? He said, I was bored and goofing around. And pretty much said, of course I didn't influence this. So if a story's still written about this, the media in this town is also very bored.
0: Well, bored and goofing around, but also I think it speaks to what these players thought they desperately needed. They're not tweeting Aaron Rodgers, telling the right. Titans to trade yeah. for Aaron Rodgers. They're doing that with with Julio Jones because they knew exactly what they needed at wide receiver.
2: Yeah, and they knew what they were missing with Corey Davis. That's and what I'm John saying. Smith. They yeah. knew that they had. Juan mentioned that he did it
1: with J.J. Watt, and it, that it that didn't work there. You know?
0: Yeah, but they yeah, the they point.
2: needed a pass rusher. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: right? that, that no is secret, true. No secret there. That is true. Um,
2: Does Josh Reynolds get angry? <laughs> Man, I thought I was going to be for a, the an boys. number hey, what two about guy. For the yeah. guy. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently, we really need Julio on this team. Didn't know that.
0: With Watt, though, it was uh, a free agent signing.
2: Yeah, right. Which that makes more sense when you're publicly courting someone that's a free agent it makes that more it makes sense more when sense when you're
1: privately courting a free agent those things we but know but right? i, like I like if it's Bowl being trips. written
2: about after the fact oh, yeah. then you write about Taylor Lewan's public courtship of JJ Watt that either didn't work or did work if you're if you're trying to sign him yeah or the right. trade has no it's on, gms on getting together and, to and making a decision yeah, I'm absolutely
0: right. Right. but i'm saying i i'm not i'm not siding with anyone trying to make the argument that AJ Brown's uh, compliments on Julio Jones, or the reason why the Titans went out and traded for the guy—they they needed him. The, the, the organization is saying that they needed him. They they're investing in him. They made the best offer to the Atlanta Falcons for the veteran. They're paying the full salary for it. Uh, but the the players are also validating what every fan and every media member that was standing on the table for Julio Jones, yeah. saying trade whatever it takes to bring him in. They, the, the players clearly the we same. have a hole. Yes, yeah.
1: they knew that they had a hole. We knew that they had a hole. But the important thing was that John Robinson uh, admitted that they had a yeah, hole right. and went and filled it. That's the guy to talk to and write about, I would say. Um, and he's already spoken. Uh, he's already talked and and been written about. I don't know how much review you can do of the trade at this point, unless you get behind the scenes and do an oral history of the trade or something like that. Get a TikTok of the trade. Those are those are things that interest me. A.J. Brown's quote-unquote campaign which he said wasn't really a campaign and wasn't really of influence. He, You have to be willing to bail on a story when people tell you it's not a story. So I hope we're bailing on that story because he said it's not a story.
0: It was viral though. I mean, oh Yeah, it,
1: I mean, it was a fun social media thing.
0: Yeah. Julio. It was in the mean, tape job. Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vols and Commodores headed to Omaha. Um, a final thing just on the ACL. Dupree, did he did he say earlier this week that he is everything is good with him too? Like to be Yeah, to compare yeah. the Yeah, I didn't rehab. ask about a
1: second surgery. Uh, La, LaJuan
0: Lawan is a has a couple like a month and a half advanced rehab time on him. That I think that's why it's intriguing right. if if Lawan is ready to go for the first practice. For for training camp or not, but, but
1: Dupree also recently he was early this week posted a very running. encouraging looking video some side to side yeah some going around bags it's in my story about Dupree um, where you know there's there's cause to be encouraged so, so I no indication that either of these guys had uh, had any kind of setback um, Dupree's clock is tougher though and then Caleb Farley is is, is it's a question, you know, and I mentioned, you mentioned Lawan talking about his core strength. Yes. I'm confident that Farley's working a lot on core strength based on the conversations that Teresa's had about her herniated disc and the solution to uh, before or after that kind of micro The The way you make up for the instability that losing a piece of disc uh, creates is to strengthen your core.
0: He's doing that to avoid future problems. Yes. Lawan's doing the core strength because he's actually had time to do it. You know, the body break down through the season, you rest, and by the time you ramp back up, it's time to get ready for camp and again. And when you
1: can't do stuff with your legs, you work You're on You're working other the stuff.
0: core strength. So he'll be stronger in certain areas than he, he's ever been before he because looks of the He very
1: injury. skinny. And guys tend to look very skinny when they're coming back. I'm not saying with the shirt off he wouldn't look you know, absolutely uh, yeah, ripped. I'm sure he looks absolutely ripped. Yeah. You wonder sometimes, and I think he'll come back and be excellent, and they need him to come back and be excellent. Um, but I wonder if they'd ask him to put, put on a couple pounds, because especially if you're losing weight as the season goes on and you start slim, How slim is too slim for a left tackle in the NFL in 2021? It's an interesting question, Upon
0: Taylor Lewan, you beautiful, beautiful man, you. Um, Not beautiful, the kicking leg of uh, Tucker McCann. I'm pulling this from Jim Wyatt and uh, the Titans website, TennesseeTitans.com. Held another kicking period yesterday, which would have been Wednesday at minicamp, the final on-field practice for the team. Tucker McCann, 6 of 9. Makes from 33, 35, 40, 43, 48, 49 misses this is what we latch onto, missing from 33, 47 and 53. Now,
1: one of them was pulled very badly left all That's where I'm Netting behind the, the, the goalpost.
0: We don't have the detail of the misses. Like is it close, or is this like way off?
1: One of them was really way off. I retract what I said the other day. Uh, I don't know why I went that direction. There's no reason, if you're going to have a veteran, to not have him now. Having work with Morgan Cox, the new long snapper, Kern's not been around. Uh, Well, he's around now, but he missed some. But any extra uh, snap, place, and kick that you can get, the better. This team's been incredibly nonchalant with kicker over the last two seasons. And why you wouldn't dedicate yourself to making sure that you had every chance to, to get this thing tight, uh, I don't understand why you wouldn't do it. And so I, I, I don't know why I went down the path I went down the doing well, day, do it now. but I'm saying I, I retract it. And uh, it, this guy probably isn't good enough. He's done nothing to warrant the faith that they would have in him to go forward here. I don't know why you wouldn't have. What was
2: his uh, injury I'm, I'm last year? I'm glad you retracted your statement, by yeah. the way, because I was very disappointed yeah. in you last that, week. That we I,
1: I've, I've been the biggest proponent, like you yeah. said, of this, and I'm, I'm back on that.
0: Trip. But he was the punter kicker that went to IR but could still practice at certain points last year, if I'm correct in thinking that. Like it, He could yeah, still work out and be around the team. The right. other guy? McCann. Yeah. Did he go to practice he squad IR practice or something? Squad. No, but yeah, he was on practice squad, but then he went to practice squad IR. Yeah, maybe. Um, I
1: don't know what it was. Um, yeah,
0: it, he's been around. It, this isn't like he was on IR and was, was just off, off the radar for a while, and now he's back and been missing kicks. I, mean, he's, I don't
1: know that he's working back from anything significant. And the other kicker has been unavailable um, the last couple
0: days. Monty Rice was back practicing. Monty
1: Rice came back, so I don't know why he was out Monday. Could have just been a maintenance day. He felt he was on the verge of something. That's all speculative. Roger Saffold, not speculative, went off looking pretty uncomfortable pretty early. Like I get there, they start at about 1. I get there from here at about 1 and he was going off when I was coming on.
0: With some more Titans topics, Omaha with uh, Tennessee and Vandy and much more throughout the hour. The Tennessee Power Hour, OutKick 360 rolls on. Hang with us. OutKick 360 across the OutKick Network. Mike Brabel speaking to members of the local media here in Nashville as we are in the Tennessee Power Hour. Uh, we were just talking about the kicking situation. He addressed that and said uh, about both kickers, they're both working hard and we're excited to see where that competition leads. Next <laughs> uh, one of us. <laughs> I think we, we, there needs to be a three, three-man competition uh, for the Titans kicking situation. Are they? Uh, one comment I had uh, in response to the kicker is, for all the discussion about needing to add a tight end and other positions, where are they salary cap wise to be able to add a player like that
1: well they they have money they can they, make, i mean they got themselves room. extra money on the Tannehill stuff so they got themselves an extra three or four million dollars out of that that was beyond what they needed um and and you know that's that's something we should include also the yeah. kicker shouldn't cost them more than a million say um but so.
0: that's that's why you keep some money back i mean yeah. that's it it sounds weird to call it an emergency fund because it's no, normally the injury fund that you need during the season, um, and there's always discussion about needing to sign your rookie class. That's all accounted for by now. My point is, the emergency fund I would dip into it now. I, I would not mess with. The chemistry of the team and putting it on the leg of Tucker McCann.
1: Well, don't let somebody beat you to whoever it is that's out there. I haven't looked at the list beyond Goskowski. And quite frankly, uh, you know, I know Goskowski sucked for a while last year, but they kind of figured it out. And now they have a long snapper who's supposed to be uh, the best out there. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Kern had the broken hand for a while, so he wasn't holding Last year, I think the other two parts of it are set, and Goskowski was doing pretty well down the stretch last year once those other two pieces got set. I'm not forgiving his badness, though they also won a couple of the games where uh, he made closer than he should have, uh, including in Denver on opening night. What, he missed three or four and then hit the fourth or fifth to win it. And then Uh, they won by a
0: field goal in Minnesota, 33-30. yeah. Important question here. Are they ever
2: going to stop with the Zoom press conferences or is this permanent now?
0: Well, um,
1: it came out yesterday that there will be for vaccinated reporters and somebody like me has already shown them proof of vaccination that there will be, uh, it sounds like during camp and certainly um, post-game, face-to-face interactions between players and media, not in the locker room. Um, but uh, in in a room, maybe collegiate-like. Now, hopefully, they don't bring uh, one guy at a time, so it doesn't wind up being Player like a live, or live just Zoom.
0: They'll bring the players to the podium post game. I think is the, how I read yeah. that.
1: Well, I I would hope they'd bring in like three or four guys at a time, and you could wander around and maybe linger with a guy while everybody's over there, you yeah. know, and have yeah. some chance. To do a little bit separate of the crowd
0: and they were doing uh, just to take people behind the curtain a bit i mean they were doing the closed locker room stuff some beforehand right like where you at the facility you had to request certain players to stick around after the practice or whatever for one-on-one. Well oh, you could
1: get a personal zoom with the guy if you if you asked. not personal you know, zoom not i'm star.
0: saying i'm saying prior to the pandemic they you you lined the players and coaches up off the field, right? Like there. Oh,
1: uh, before the regular season starts. Yes. Yeah, at this time of year, you'd be getting guys coming off the field. So you're still limited in how much you could get. In the old days, the locker room was just open, open when there was a practice.
0: You went in there five and minutes, and minutes after. It's just, yeah, it's,
1: This was the beginning of the locker room as this private, protected time, time area where you urinated actually. around the boundary of it, and non players, non boys weren't allowed in it.
0: Right, but what, I, what I'm bringing this up for the Titans were among the final players. Teams across the league to leave their locker room completely. And that open.
1: didn't come until Vrabel.
0: Yeah, so this is this is nothing new across the league as much as it is new here.
2: Well, it's I'm not talking about uh, these Zoom conferences need to end. There needs to be a oh, return to press conferences because. Well, I think by camp, it's, that, it's not your fault. Paul, this is the last, I, I, I'm is the last of, one. I'm tired of hearing the internet problems. That's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. You're probably in the parking lot. Well, I say screw them. My internet
1: problems yesterday, I say screw them for this. They don't set up a functional thing at the facility. And I'm there to watch. Yes. And then it's time to leave. They had a thing. They have a thing. But I was there, and the internet was bad. There, in the glare, under the sun. And I said... I'm having problems with the internet, as were three other guys at the table who were mousy about it and not vocally complaining. And two TV guys at their station were having problems about it. And the person running the Zoom said, it's not on our end. And I said, it absolutely is on your end. Plus, you have three guys whispering and you can't get the microphone close to them. And I was told again, it's not on our end, it's your problem. So I said, screw it, I'm not coming to your thing anymore. I'll do the best I can on my thing. So if they have a problem with my internet connection on my thing, their option is to provide a better internet connection at their thing. Now, I understand that they're in transition with construction and things, but they did not facilitate uh, a, a functional option out there. I don't want to have internet problems consistently. The last two days I've had internet problems for which I apologize. If it's screwing up programming though for another station that's so lazy that all they do is run live (laughs) coordinated press conferences then that's what I say to those people and you go ahead and actually come up Come up with some bleeping content for your show and do content, DD, instead of just running audio of me asking good questions. So that's my feeling on that issue. The questions we, but, questions
0: we couldn't hear. Yeah, were good questions we couldn't
2: hear. You were asking good questions yesterday, and it is not your fault. And I think anyone who's <laughs> ever had technical <laughs> problems or Wi-Fi issues, their response is to quickly get upset with the person that's having the issues knowing Instead that that setup. person is even more upset and frustrated than you are because they're having now, issues. There's
1: one guy who's had an issue every
2: single Zoom thing. Right. That, that's a him issue. But here's the thing. The absurdity that you were out there at practice, right? You're outside of practice, that you can attend a practice, go to a practice, fully vaccinated, and then have to go to your car oh. or to, to the glare of the spot. sun to use a hotspot spot to then talk to the coach who you were just close to in around at practice but, instead of just walking to a shaded area yeah. and s- standing 10 feet back or whatever and talking to that coach but, it's so it's it's theater of the absurd but it makes happening.
0: it makes sense based on the structure of every team across the league they didn't have the protocols released for training camp until yesterday so they were still basing this off the entire off season of social distancing and everything else involved, so the, the the NFL just finally released the protocols moving forward. Well, it's for whoever camp.
2: whoever the issue it's with NFL Titans, whoever. Stop! Like it's time to, oh, I, to do the logical thing. That I think makes the, the most Titans sense. are just
0: following what the league wants. Well, that's yeah, my man. point.
2: I, I, again, I'm, I don't care who it is. Fix it. If but it's a league are. issue. That,
0: it's a Titans issue. That's that. That was the story yesterday. Is they've released the protocols for training camp, where vaccinated media members will get in-person interviews. Well, it's still unclear it's not gonna what's be, happening
1: it, on a practice day. This was about game day. I'm not positive what a practice day. Well, holds it's not yet. going
0: to be in the locker room either day. No. But it's but. But it wouldn't have been in the,
1: under regular protocol.
0: Now, one thing I am curious about. Albert Breer, Chad, um, and Paul, chime in. Um, this may or may not have been something that brought up. And I, I, here we go. Albert Breer tweeted out that there have been only two teams that have crossed that eighty-five percent threshold for vaccinated players, um, and those are the Dolphins and the Saints. And that is where your entire group uh, protocols are. Relax. Very relaxed.
1: I don't think this is a political issue at all. To me, it's a a health issue. I want it not to be a political conversation. But I can't imagine that these guys want to get up and be at the facility every day to get tested again.
0: And that's what On your off day, if
1: you're given Monday off or on Tuesday where you don't have to come in at all. But if you want to go in and lift, you can go in later in the day. You still want to get up at seven in the morning and go get swabbed by eight thirty? Well, they don't. To want To To me, do that. that's a lifestyle inconvenience.
2: Yeah, they don't want to do that. They also don't want to get vaccinated. Well, they're going to have to choose. But I'm saying that's. But that's what they want. Uh, and we uh, do we Will want they? to get into, do we want to get into the Joe Mixon tweets
0: now? Or Joe or Mixon, uh, Sam Darnold, yep, uh, who is telling that he he hasn't been vaccinated? Um,
1: Roger Saffold said the other day Roger he's Sa- still contemplating. But
0: so. It's uh, What I don't agree with from the NFL stance is the coaching guidelines and Tier 1, Tier 2 versus the player guidelines. Um, the coach is being told that if you don't do this, you, you effectively can't do your job. You sit in your office during you can't practice. can't interact with players. Players who choose not to do it show up and get tested every day and still go about their job. I don't understand why the coach can't do the same thing. Well,
1: the difference is that the players are unionized and the coaches aren't. So the coaches don't have anybody to fight for them to be able to choose to do what they want and have a set of protocols for not being vaccinated where the players have a bad union, but a union that's strong enough to to fight on this issue.
0: Uh, to me, if the protocols are in place to where you're deeming it safe enough for an unvaccinated player to be in the field outside, I don't know why a coach can't coach outside with but a Also,
1: on. this unvaccinated player thing, you have a lot of the same penalties that you had last year. You can't go out to a bar. You can't go to a teammate's house. Right. We, there are $50,000 fines for a whole bunch of this We stuff.
2: have them. We can show right now. We can put it side by side. And you can see the advantages of being a fully vaccinated team Versus not
0: no being individual. Fully These are this will be to for individual. Get, with the same right. logo I sent, but here.
1: also if you get above a certain threshold, go. the whole team thing gets. This is for vaccinated
0: in individuals. This yeah. is player by player, not team by team.
1: So if you are fully vaccinated, no daily testing, masks aren't required at the facility. Or during team travel, there's no physical distancing, there's no quarantine required after a high risk exposure, no travel restrictions, yada, yada, go back up the top. If you aren't vaccinated, testing every day, masks required at the facility and during travel, you've got to remain physically distanced from others in the club facility, you're quarantined after high risk exposure. Travel restrictions and, in fact, 15-player limit in the weight weight room. So you're grouped with the other non-vaccinated guys. You can't just go in there when you want to be. It's a huge hassle.
2: Well, and I I would read that even if I was anti-getting vaccinated and I would rush to go get vaccinated because of all the hoops. You'd have to continue to jump through on on that. And that's what Joe Mixon and others – are, are complaining about. Joe Mixon went on a, a Twitter rant about it, and I think we have that as well, where he's mad at the NFLPA, and he's mad at the league uh, for what's being done uh, with all of this. So, I, I mean, it's... Well,
0: I think it's... An, and here's here's the it, it, I give him props for at least going public with his thoughts on this, because... Albert Breer is telling us that 30 of the 32 teams have not reached the 85% threshold. That includes the Tennessee Titans. And we haven't heard from any of them other than Roger Saffold saying he's contemplating it. At least Mixon's putting some opinion behind his personal decision instead of just allowing other individuals, less than, what, 10 players to speak up on behalf of the NFLPA. I think that's the biggest issue. If he's got an an issue with the NFLPA, he's one of the very few
1: that that's is willing yeah. to
0: speak on this. Was
1: it the Ravens Hutton you you'll recall the article. I think it was another Breer article who had a doctor independent of the team, independent of the league, independent of the PA. It was
0: yeah, it was Baltimore. Do a zoom and Washington, with them,
1: answer every question. Washington. Yeah. I think it maybe was, was the Washington Football Club. Answer every question, mm-hmm. delve into things, changed some minds, uh, influenced some, you know, answered some questions that are out there. A lot of guys say, I'm going to research it, but then where are they going to research it? So Rivera gave them somebody right. to research it with in a long, thorough Zoom that answered everything. Is everybody doing this? Everybody should be doing something like that. Here's the resources that you need to do the research that you're you're talking well, about.
2: But they so even if you are staunch, not anti-vax or anything like that, but just Joe Mixon saying, I respect your decision either way. I'm not anti-vaccination. If you want to get it, great. I'm here to respect the decisions of everyone, whether they want to get it or not. So if you're young and healthy and you're Joe Mixon and saying, I don't feel like I need to get it, I don't want to get it. Well, the league has now put something in place that the ultimate deterrent for not getting it is you're going to have to do all this stuff that you did a year ago. Again, the daily testing, Paul, that you mentioned. The masks. Everything else. Everything that I'm sure these players hate. Stay in town oh, for about the About last year. Stay in town for the body You're going to do it again. Yeah.
1: Come in Christmas morning.
2: That, that, to me, that is what... You want to change minds, Paul? It's not going to happen with a Zoom call with a doctor that a team Lay out supplies. This. It's going to be, here's everything you're going to have to do now because you won't get a vaccination. And boom, you're going to see... Some players decide, okay, I'll go get vaccinated. I would think no. that
1: Vrabel today in a meeting uh, laid this stuff out because you need to be two weeks in, you know, uh, like all of us uh, who got a vaccine a vaccine did, you need to be two weeks in for it to be, you know, to, for, to be considered vaccinated. So if guys come in and get vaccinated on day one of camp, they're still going to have two weeks of this. You could say to your guys, if you're going well, to do it, do it before two weeks of, of July 27th so that when you get here, you're considered vaccinated.
0: And that may be what they're waiting on. Maybe they had some vacation planned or whatever in the spring, and they didn't want to get sick after the, after the vaccination, so they're doing it in this six-week span before camp starts. I mean, I, I don't know if every single player thought that through. Uh, and some just won't do it. Some are just willing to go yeah, through I, the protocol. I, I
2: really think that the ones that – again, there's going to be – like I said, there's going to be some who decide, I don't want to have to do all these things, so I'll do it, even though I didn't want sure. to in the first place. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot. Maybe it's Joe Mixon. Maybe it's Sam Darnold. Maybe it's the ones who've already spoken out against it. Some of them are going to be principled enough in their own belief about not wanting to get the vaccination that they're not going to do it, but then they're going to have to do all these things.
0: Well, I also, to me, there's a deeper storyline with, I think there's about to be a harsh reality across the NFL and the NFLPA that we've seen, Reports of, you know, I think Peter King's written that there are some some teams that are telling him that 60% of their players have been vaccinated or 40% of their team has been vaccinated. Only two have reached the threshold that had been discussed for week after week after week across the NFL for relaxed protocols as a group. They're about to face it where they're about to go into camp where several teams won't reach that. That threshold,
1: and you could still go get yourself an outbreak in these small quarters. I mean, well, how bad a story would that be for for a team or well, for
0: the league? Well, the, the biggest thing is, uh, from what I was reading, the vaccinated player can have a, an exposure to COVID nineteen and not have to miss any right. time whatsoever.
1: Yeah, that was on that list. The, you're the not other you're not uh, quarantined or anything.
0: The yeah, the, the the other player, the unvaccinated player, would have to quarantine for five days. I mean, that, that's a roster spot in the regular Similar season. Similar to
1: last year. Well, and look, if you think that's not going to factor into decisions on fringy guys, uh, you know, they're not going to say it is. But Brandon well, Bean Buffalo, admitted yeah, it yeah, that he yeah, yeah. did before he knew he had to well, walk it back to shut and, up. and shut up. But if you think GMs around the league making but, decisions on fringe guys, don't have that in the list of things that are factors. That's my biggest that's naive. issue.
0: That's my biggest issue with the NFL stance as a whole. Is Brandon Bean is told to shut the hell up when talking about a player, but they're going to guarantee that all the Bills coaches are getting the vaccine. You think they're going to allow a a a coach to coach from his from his office during the season? No, I took
1: attendance. The first time I was out there on Titans coaches, so a general manager's not
0: out here with players. They're totally fine. What they're saying is they're totally fine with you standing on a pedestal saying that to the coach, but not the player. And that's why they have the numbers the way they do right now. Well,
2: and I think uh, Mike Vrabel, looking at Twitter, just spoke about vaccination numbers. What did he say? And about vaccine. We can get to it after the break. I don't don't see it, but people are saying he's spoken on it. Here's what Matt Nagy had to say about it when he was asked. He said, we've educated and encouraged players as much as we can. In general, we are sitting in a good place as a team, talking about the Bears. Goes on to say, I don't know why, but I do know if you don't get it, it's simple. You follow the same rules as last year, and it wasn't fun. It's a pain in the tail. For me, I don't have to grab my mask, and I like that. That was from Matt Nagy.
0: It, but but the team will also have to supply the same protocols as last year, which is not fun for so the owner. So that's owners.
2: still a pain in his tail. It's a le-
1: Either way, he doesn't have the personal pain in the tail, and but that's, he's got the CEO pain in the, the
0: tail. That's the harsh reality of what they're about to face, because some of these players are going to say, I'll deal with it. And we can get into what Mike Vrabel had to say when we come back. It's all coming up on Outkick 360. OutKick 360 across the OutKick network. Fun show today. Um, Vrabel, as we wrap up the Tennessee Power Hour, holding his end of minicamp presser. And I'm looking down because I'm reading from my phone here. Uh, He says he will not be commenting on why or why not a player makes a personal decision on vaccinations. Uh, He says that he respects their decisions. but Chad, he went on to say that it's certainly been a point of emphasis behind closed doors there.
2: Yeah, he says this is certainly something that is a large focal point. What's important is the education and that the communication is there. That from Mike Frabel on vaccinations.
0: So either way, these teams are Paul are going to have to put up their protocol setup like it was last year. I mean, even if it is five players, who are the two teams? I wish I could remember now Miami and New orleans major I think.
1: competitive advantage you want to talk about all the things that are not competitive yeah. advantages that everybody tries to pretend are competitive advantages okay. here's a thing a coach could actually have a competitive advantage at and they can't get there tell, tell those me those two teams
0: tell me what the what the threshold is so the eighty five percent vaccination means like it's just back to a normal facility yeah. But you no still, daily testing. But for the fifteen no percent that are un-unvaccinated,
1: I think they're off the hook.
0: Really? Yeah, I think they, they consider. So why release the individual it, guidelines? They with consider the it guidelines.
1: almost herd immunity, right? So if you've got eighty-five percent of the guys doing it, yeah. they consider you that you've got basically herd immunity, and that the fifteen percent are covered by the eighty-five percent who have it. This is my interpretation. But if you're under that threshold. Then they feel like there are too many guys at risk, and so they have to take the precautions for everyone.
0: But the the eighty five percent also means that they get to do things outside of the team facility, yep. right? Yeah.
1: Here's the other thing. Here's I, the other thing. Say you're right around that eighty five. Somebody tears his ACL. Now you're looking for guys to bring in.
0: Oh yeah. Are well, you looking
1: at vaccinated guys or unvaccinated? Right, this is a whole nother get... scouting element, right? You, that's a whole other thing out. you've got on your card. Is your guy vaccinated? I need a guy within five. I don't. I can't wait five days. I need a
2: vaccinated
0: outside linebacker. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, because I don't have <laughs> that's time. That's going to be wait. the first requirement. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's our bye week. Yeah, we could take unvaccinated.
0: Well, but you're going to want the quick turnaround for a tryout player too. Like I have him in on a Tuesday yeah. last year. If you're crazy. an unemployed
1: player, you'd be insane not to be. Vaccinated. It's
0: crazy. It would be crazy uh, to not because you have to test to go into the facilities, right? Um, and, and in this case, and you they're wouldn't scared have that. to death
1: of you being a Greg Maven who, R- we right, think was, yeah. was player X, yeah, from yeah, the Titans outbreak last year,
0: craziness, um, and we're just getting started as we ramp up towards training camp, um, but here's hoping that we just heard our final Zoom presser uh, with every media member on Zoom for this, and where we actually have. A question and uh, media members in a in a room allowed to ask a follow up and maybe a third question on a topic. Oh God! You know, God forbid that happens.
1: Well, they'll probably come around and whipping if, if you ask a third question. Such in a, a row.
2: such a dream just to sit and imagine a reality where that happens again. Question it answer be question
0: answer instead of having more of a conversation and some layers to some topics that are discussed. Can't um, be conversation. And my, my comments are not specifically about anything in Nashville. I think it's just league wide that these the zooms. Um, I'm with Chad. I'm ready for the the training camp to get here so we get to more of a normal feel with the coach-player media interaction to the public instead of the bad internet connections that have been going on. Guys, fun show today. Back at it tomorrow. John McClain's going to join yes. us. Yes. John McClain's going to join Big us.
2: Big day and the VolQuest Power Hour.
0: Yes. Evening Omaha. golf
1: tonight. we got a, a lot. E, yeah, a lot. Yeah,
0: primetime U.S. Open tonight. Yeah.
2: If you followed people about Omaha, you would think this place was just Paradise. magic. Paradise. It's a magic city. It's not.
1: Here's another media thing. Like uh like I, I, I'll name names. <laughs> Madison Blevins, who, a good friend of ours who, who interned for us, excellent at her job.
2: She's still working in, te- in NCAA, television
1: media. NCAA tweets out pictures yesterday like, behold, we're here. Now, they're not letting her go, right? I presume she's not going because they told them to stay away. And she's like, wow, don't fawn at the thing that they won't let you be part of. Say, boy, nice of you not to let us come. Say Resist, something. but don't say, wow. Like, don't. They're giving you the images that you should be able to get yourself. Don't accept them. Well, that's the Shun one. Shun them. That's well, the
2: one
0: gem of Omaha, though. To be, <laughs> the, the to be fair, to be
2: fair to Madison, what Madison does is very different than what the three of us do.
0: Oh, I understand. Very different. But She's doing think,
2: what she should be doing. That's what. That's what her followers want. That's what her viewers want.
0: Yep. She can be her, and she knows her audience, and we know ours. For the next week and a I half, think that's two totally weeks, fine. it's all about Omaha. Yeah. It's all about Nebraska. It's all about the steakhouses. We can't
2: make Madison us, Paul. <laughs> it's never going to happen. I'm not done trying. She's well, not as cynical.
0: But keep in mind, like us, and everyone call, you know, following the Vols, the NCAA does not want us there. You're not yeah. welcome.
2: No, they don't you want stay you home. They
1: don't want you there. But you stay you're, going home watch, you're going to watch five inning, uh, five hours of nine inning baseball. Just can like we much, get an hour in inning? Just like much a of America
2: doesn't want Nebraska. Guess what? The NCAA doesn't want you in Nebraska. Will you announce hey,
1: Nebraska while no. you're there?
2: No.
0: Thanks to renounce. Becca Risley, Sleepy Danny, um, Sarah Triplett doing outstanding work as the production assistant today. Lance Lee, Jacob Swanson, David Reed, the chairman of the board. Huge thanks to everybody at Blackbird Studio, Blackbird Academy. Upset of the day, Paul Koharski did not eat a donut when they were dropped off at the studio today. Uh, thanks to Misha and Alan here at Blackbird for making it happen. Paul Back also at did today
2: for the first time in a few days, so congrats to him on that. I did visually cuss.
1: Visual cuss. I once got Chad in a vulnerable moment <laughs> to renounce UT, a story that will never be told. Very vulnerable moment. And he didn't
0: stick with it. Don't Very lock the box.
1: vulnerable. Don't block the box, do lock the locks, <laughs> and may you have much sweeter dreams than I.
0: <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs>